I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week we've had Keeper Clangers, Hungry Hornets, and in a week where people are starting to think about their fantasy wildcards... Could it be time for no Salah? Welcome to Game Week 4 Review of Fantasy Football Noise. Yes, indeed, that was Game Week 4. And with me once again after his Italian travels, Mr Wayne Mitchell. Hello, hello. How are you all? We are buoyant, thank you. And Baker, how are you, sir? Yes, really good. Thank you, John. Thanks for asking. Mitch, how was your holiday? I loved it. I loved every moment of it, in particular the turkeys, which I see that many of you enjoyed as well. <laughs> it must have been a highlight for you. Yeah, it was, particularly when they chased my son. He's, he's five. I think they, they picked the smallest of the pack and thought, right, I'm going to fucking have you and chased him. Didn't chase me, though. I'm a big unit. How sort of high is a turkey in comparison to a five-year-old? Um, I would say a turkey was beyond a five-year-old's waist. Okay. Okay. Couple of foot. Okay. I thought you were going to say it was actually similar height. No, God, no, no. Much smaller. A five-year-old could kick a turkey in the head if they wanted to. (laughs) Only if they were dexterous. Did your five-year-old boy attempt that? No, he ran off. Did he? Yes. yes, Crying? Little chicken. I thought you started him at rugby. Well, I know, Bako, but uh, yeah, he's still the... I think it was the, the wobbly neck of the turkey that he didn't like. They are fucking ugly, aren't they? It's quite They're alarming, isn't it? They have to be said, they are ugly creatures. Anyway, yeah, is, is it fantasy turkey noise or fantasy football noise? <laughs> 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 Let's stay on the farm. <laughs> yeah, it was a lovely time. Lovely to be back, though. I enjoyed. I do enjoy a week where I'm off, or two weeks when I'm off, and I can listen to someone else doing the legwork. But I have to say, <laughs> it was a couple of fucking dismal weeks for me. It really oh, was. Oh, mate. Why don't you start us off with your Game Week 4 performance, Mitch? Uh, I'd love to. So just bearing in mind, I start off with two very positive Game Weeks of, I think, 60 and 73. Mm. Um, Can't remember exactly what Game Week 3 was, but that was 30-something. And then again, this week, 38 points, which I think (sighs) was... uh, Was it even above the average? No, it wasn't. The average was 44 this week, and I had 38. Mm -hmm. And I think I've got an okay side there. But they're just not getting me the points. And I think the points are continuing to come from not unlikely sources, but sources that you wouldn't expect to be scoring week in, week out. Like I think I, I thought that guy Pereira from Watford would mm. stop scoring, but he seems to have kept on scoring. 
you've backed the wrong Pereira, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> I sure have. I tipped Holobas to 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 crash, but Holobas keeps going. Yeah, doing really well, isn't he? Should we quickly yeah. talk about Watford? <gasps> wow, they looked good, didn't they? From the moment they equalised, I sort of thought they can fucking do this. They just really got into Spurs, didn't they? I, I must admit, as a as a kind of average former Premier League supporter. Uh, before Swans went down, getting four wins on the spin is not something that happens very often. No. It's amazing. They've done really well, haven't they? I think I heard on Match of the Day that it's only the third time in Premier League history that three teams have won the first four. Mm-hmm. So it is a rarity, especially if you're Watford. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> put your money on it being them, would you? You would not, no. But yeah, shall I, shall I just you spin not. you quickly through my team and tell you what, yeah, go on, what comprise my I'm, 38? I'm, I'm afraid to say I'm, I'm looking at it. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Juan Basaka, I think he got booked, so zero. Robertson got an assist, five, nice. Azpilicueta, six points, good. Pereira from Leicester, one point, boo. Bernardo Silva, one point. Salah, four, and that was as a captain, so that was two doubled. Westwood Burnley, two. Fernandinho, two. Aguero, six. And then the one that I backed as my uh, my wank of the week, Aubameyang, eight, actually. Your emotional hedge. Yeah, my emotional hedge, yeah. You must have been delighted. Yeah. The one that I was most annoyed about was, I think, on the Friday night, bearing in mind I was in Italy with poor Wi-Fi, I looked at the uh, uh, each of the players and their little... Uh, Asterix next to them or whatever it is mm-hmm. the exclamation mark and Ings had one and I thought oh well better put him on the bench put him on the bench and put Westwood in my side Ings then fucking played and got eight points yeah yeah so I blame the FPL application for doing that to me thanks what a very great, much we're, we're, all, we're all missing a trick with these foreigners up front we want Glenn Murray and Troy Deeney and yeah. Danny yeah. Ings absolutely that's, that's where it's at and, and didn't Palace miss Zaha I know. I was, yeah, I mean, well, and Tompkins. I think we talked about that on the pod last week, didn't we? That uh, he's a huge miss for their defence. And uh, I actually doubled up on Palace defence in my draft team. I sort of thought, oh, home to Southampton, they'd be fine. I even, I played Wambasaka as well in my in my FPL side. And yeah, I didn't see that coming. No, Saints win away from home. Highly unlikely. Mm. I know, but apart from... Um, Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool Mm. Southampton are the next highest shot takers so far in the four game weeks Is that right? Yeah God it makes me want to cry all that fucking piss taking over the summer of the fact they'd appointed Mark (laughs) Hughes and he was rubbish and they're (laughs) rubbish and now they're quite good It's all about Danny Ings mate Danny Ings has, has made a difference hasn't he? I'm going to have to start playing him. He's just been on my bench the whole time so far. But well, likewise, yeah. Yeah. How did your uh, game week four shape up, Baco? 55-pointer. Ooh, nice. You've edged me. Ah, but I took an eight-point hit, so so I haven't edged you at all. Ooh, what's the net score? Uh, whatever 55 less eight is. Again, banking industry, Baco. A, a, a good answer is not whatever, whatever. 55 <laughs> minus eight is. How about giving us the number? Is it 47? Go and have a stab. <laughs> would hope your mental arithmetic is a little bit swifter than that, but regrettably it doesn't seem to be. So as per last week's pod, I made two early substitutions. So I brought Fraser in for a Charleston 
and Alonso in for Keane. So quite delighted with that. And then first thing in the morning on Saturday, I decided, do you know what? I don't want Sterling anymore. I'm going to go Hazard and take another four-point hit. As it transpired, I only made two points out of that, but I'm happier looking forward to the fixtures uh, and looking at the rotation at Man City that I've got. I've got Hazard rather than Sterling. So I took an eight-point hit. Fair enough. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's, that is fair enough. But um, obviously also Sterling has a, a knock, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Yeah. He's not on England duty. Chest-based injury, I, th- I believe I heard. Um, well, so I took the game week then. How did he get on, Jay? I had 50 points Very in nice. the end, which was not brilliant by any means, but above the average game week rank of 1.8 million. So I do slide down a little bit further, but at least I notched one up again over you twats. So that's <laughs> the main thing. I mean, seriously, when when you see some of the scores around, they are some absolutely remarkable scores, aren't there, this season? Mm, but yeah. it, 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 I think if you think back to last season, 50 points, we would have said, oh, yes. Yeah, Pretty good. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Whereas this season we're saying, yeah, not not very good. It's okay. Yeah. But you know, routinely people are scoring seventy, eighty, plus points. We all had desperately poor starts to the season last year. We had weeks where we were sub thirty points a couple of times. I think when we <laughs> when we hit fifty, it was quite an upturn, wasn't we were it? We're excited, so, weren't we? This season we started off with seventies and eighties, and now we're in the fifties and we're furious. Yeah, listen. Shall I um, shall I give you both an update on some better players than us in our mini league? Go on. Let's do it. Let's hear it. In this week's mini league update, who's that sponsored by, Baker? It's brought to you by the fantastic SwitchingEnergy.co.uk. Mm. I like to think it's the UK's most groundbreaking energy switching website. <laughs> Is there such a thing? <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. I like the way your um, enthusiasm for SwitchingEnergy.co.uk has gone from. Week one where you said, I, I, I must announce, I am contractually obliged. And then the next week it was, what was the following week? I can't remember, but you've got more, you've got more and more enthusiastic as it's gone more on. More and more. Yeah, groundbreaking. Though, unlikely, eh? but terrific. Oh, do, do you know, we've got, we've got five players in the mini league who've topped 300 points already. Nice, the 300 club. I know, the 300 club. But before we come on to that, let's, uh, let's celebrate... Eleanor Murray, who is our top scorer with 78 points this week. Very nice. Well played. Well done, Eleanor. Cedric was her star player with 12. Oh, he was in my side at the beginning of the season. I Me too. got him out, Cedric. Bloody Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's look at the top, uh, the top five. So joint fourth with 302, we've got Tom Henningsen and Saddam Hussein, <laughs> who joins us in the mini league. Lovely I thought I thought he was dead. Well, maybe it's his son. I think you'll find they were called Udai and Kusai. Correct. <laughs> Do you actually know his children's names? Yep. It was quite well publicised, Beko. <laughs> In what? Dictator Weekly. <laughs> Dictator Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one me and me and Mitch subscribe to. Just your average man on the streets, general knowledge, Beko. It's a bit like 55 minus 8. <laughs> For legal reasons, I would like to point out that Saddam Hussein could be quite a common name from our Arabic listeners. So uh, we do apologise for any offence that might have been caused by referencing the former 
and now late dictator of the Republic of Iraq. Agreed, respectfully. Hey Baker, what's um what's Saddam Hussein's team name? Um Alava Lafe eleven. Yep, not bad. Good effort. Gonna have a go at that. Your Arabic really is pretty good. <laughs> Coming along. <laughs> Uh, in third place on 303 is uh, Didi Jervis, back in the top five. 309, who the feck here is Alison, Barry Devaney, last week's leader, but overtaking him with a fantastic game week score of 68 on 313 is Neil Hall with Cruel and the Gang. Bravo, 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 excellent. Well done. That's cool. Well done, Neil. Very good. You- didn't mention Eleanor's team name, which I see you've given me on my programme notes, which I rather like. We should hear it. <laughs> so I was going to come on to that because she oh, is sorry. actually my favourite team name of the week. So ironically, also our top scorer. She's got Silence of the Larms. Mm, that's really excellent. nice. Yes, I do like that. If I'm going to be picky, though, mm. I do mm. prefer it to be player names that are actually in the Premier League. In the League. Premier League, yeah. Yeah. During the season of play. Don't listen to him, Eleanor. Murder on Murder on Zidane's floor was one of my favourites, so fuck it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. If it's funny, it's good in my book. Okay. Oh Mitch, we've got uh our manager of the month for August that you need to send a mug to. Has Barry Devaney been in touch? Uh no. No he hasn't. Come I on, still Barry. haven't actually I've still got one to send to uh to one of our followers on Twitter, who I think was our 1400th follower, and I've just been dragging my heels because he's in fucking Slovakia or Slovenia, one or the other. And then the person who was 1500th, I wrote to them and said, Oh, do you get a mug for that? Fucking Lebanon. So, like, how much is the shipping going to be on these fucking mugs? Where's Barry? He's not Australian, is he? My guess would be Welsh, mate. Oh, okay. Well, just, <laughs> I, my guess would be Welsh because he has the same name as a small. Area south of Cardiff. One hundred percent correct. Okay. You see if I'm wrong. Come on, Baza, get in touch. Game week wise, it was a bit of a. There were lots of twos and ones, and and not many clean sheets. And why can't City keep a clean sheet? What? What's wrong with the, What's wrong with City's defence? Why are they stitching me up like this? Yeah. It's not the uh, not the bankable bankable source of cleanies that we thought it might be, is it? No, and I've I've had Bernardo Silva in my side from the start of the season, and uh, given Pep's high praise of him before the season started, and uh, I think he was more or less saying his first name on my team sheet. I thought he did, didn't he? I'm expecting mm-hmm. high high things of uh, of Silva, but no, very little in fact. I liked his game week one goal, which was in the goal of the month shortlist. That was excellent, but uh, precious little since then, I would say. Yeah. What was happening in Nets this week? Which was your favourite keeper blunder? Oh my God! Well, should we should we move on to Liverpool? Yeah, it had to happen, didn't it? Sod's law, wasn't it? Thankfully, well, Sod's law. Yeah, it was nailed on. If you're going to keep titting around like that, you're going to you're going to come unstuck, aren't you? <laughs> I I didn't see it, chaps. I'm afraid. What what oh, titting God. around was he doing? Fucking Cruyff turn. Trying to Cruyff in turn own, in his own box. Why? Well, to be <laughs> fair, I think it was I think it was Van Dijk actually, and the back pass was. Not the best. It was quite a long way wide, so he was almost to the edge of his 18-yard box. Um, and Ian Archo put him under quite a lot of pressure, which I totally respect because anyone that saw his antics in week one or two sort of thought, "I'm going to get at him when, when, when he does that." 
So he was right on top of him, wasn't he, Bakes? He was. He tried the Cruyff turn, and Iheanacho was just onto him. And there was a, a fair sort of challenge, and uh, Alisson went down. Leaving Iheanacho just to stroll in and score? No, he didn't. No, I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to try and shoot from an impossibly acute angle, but he had the wherewithal to just lay it off to the middle of the box, and I can't remember who it was. Lashed it in. So, yes, left Allison on the ground, punching the upright. So, yeah, I really hope that that's the end of that, but I suspect it won't be. He didn't need to do it. The back pass wasn't brilliant, but he had <laughs> ample time to clear it. Um, and and uh, pet a check at, at Legoland oh in my. Cardiff. Every time he gets a he gets a back pass now, you think, oh, Christ, Petter, put it in the stand. That's the safest place you can do it now. Yeah. What's happened to this new keeper, Arsenal? I thought he was going to, yeah. Leno was going to take over the number one shirt. How much did they spend on him? I don't know. It must have been 20 million or something, I bet, wasn't it? His time must be close because, I mean, yeah. the Arsenal defence look really, really shambolic at the moment, don't they? <laughs> they do. And, I mean, obviously, Czech's not liking what Emery's asking him to do, it looks like. So, surely a matter of time. I think so. I think he's just uh, give him a piece of rope to hang on and then yeah. now he's going to bring in his replacement. Yeah. I heard them talking about it on the Ramble that um, Emery tried three or four different keepers at PSG last year. So, uh-huh. I think he will... Yeah, he's on borrowed time. Um, and the other clanger was um, Michelle Vorm. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever in your life Seen a goal kick go straight out for a corner. <laughs> well, I, am, I haven't watched much today, but I am going to have to go back and watch it to see that. Yeah. How on earth did he manage that? It's worth it. I mean, to be fair, the sun was in his eyes, so he tried to blame the sun, it looked like, didn't he, afterwards? Yeah. Jermaine Genus and Ian Wright had a good laugh about it. but Does the sun make the ball go in the opposite direction to which it's supposed <laughs> to? Well, no, because the defender was square. So parallel to the byline. And I just wonder if momentarily he lost oh, sight of the player in, in the sun, if it you know, but it missed him by a good few yards. So rather than trying to blast it upfield, he was actually trying to pass it square. I trying say. to pass it square, correct, yeah. Yeah. And also at the Cardiff Arsenal game, did you see my man Genduzi? I did. He's he's a cracking player. Yeah, he's decent. Do you like Genduzi? Four and a half million, probably gone up now. Four point six. I um I I do I pure I, I was tempted to go for him, and then I opted for Torreira because I made a double sub last week as well. Oh, I needed you? I needed an enabler. You know we talked about on the show we talked about me bringing wanted to bring in Fraser. Yeah. And Alonso, which I couldn't do, but I've really been impressed with Torreira, um, since the start of the season. I'm just hoping that he starts starting him. But um, he didn't start, and uh, at least he came on and got an assist, so with a bit of luck. Lovely stuff. Uh, it become more of a mainstay, but um, but yeah, no, he can do he look good as well. Yeah, he's a good player. I like him. I need to catch up on how teams have actually been performing, but it strikes me that before the season started, there are a couple of sides with really good runs. So I think Arsenal have a good run, Man City have a good run of fixtures. I think Crystal Palace and Everton have good runs. Mm. But it's all come a bit unstuck for all of them in different ways. Man City can't keep clean sheets. Arsenal have just been lacklustre. Palace have been a real mixed bag. Um, you know, the Wan-Bissaka, uh, he got sent off, didn't he? And Tompkins got injured, so that's been a 
pain in the ass for me than for Everton. Richarlison fucking sent off, um, and they've been mixed bags. <laughs> and that's so, the beauty of football, mate, and that's where this game captures us. Well, exactly. Know, it? Annoys the fuck yeah. out of me as well, though. Mitch just wants it easy. He wants it on a plate. If it was all painting by numbers, we'd all be fine. But uh, we've all suffered bad luck, haven't we? And, and a side that you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have necessarily picked at, picked them out for their run would have been Watford. No, no and way. Yeah, there you go. Four, four and zero. Oh. I have in the back of my mind uh, an embryo of a thought that I might wild card <laughs> after the international break. Let's come on to that after the break because there's lots of things to talk about. That I think it is starting to. It's around that time, isn't it? Game week for four sure. is out of the way. International break is coming up. I think some people might have been tempted to do it after week two or even you know week three, week three or even two, and now they've got to the international break. I think it's it's definitely on the agenda. So we'll we'll go into it in a bit more detail in part yeah. two, shall we? Now speaking of international break, would you like some trivia? Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. I've actually got a question as well. So since this is going to be a shorter show, we're not doing the preview for game week five this time. Shall we have two questions? I've got one. Why don't you have one? So I was. Or I made an appearance in Italy over the last fortnight. And I would like to know from you, JB and Baco, which three Italians uh, have made the most Premier League appearances in the history of the Premier League? I like that. And my question is, since Marcus Alonso continues to tear it up in an attacking sense... Match of the day, put a table up. So hopefully you didn't screen grab it and you're not going to cheat. But um, <laughs> he tops the table in terms of goal involvement. Since his debut, which is, was 2016, can you name me the next five top scoring and top assisting defenders? So basically it's goals plus assists equals number and that's where, how they're ranked. So Alonso's top. You can have a guess at how many goals and assists he's got and then the next five. So those, that's my question. Very nice. All right, great. And we will have that at the end of the show. See you after the break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to part two of Fantasy Football Noise. A couple more things to talk about from game week four. I was, I have to say, finally this season, I was impressed with Big Rog. Big Roger Lukaku. He looked a handful, didn't he? He looked really good. <clears throat> He's unplayable when he's uh, when he's playing like that, isn't he? And mm. it was a very, very professional performance at Burnley, wasn't it? Having said that, I thought Ben Mee looked awful. He's a, he's a championship pub footballer now. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he was probably tired from his midweek exploits. No, no, he was shit at Fulham the week before. Remember mm. I told you? Yeah, but it just looked oh, awful, awful, awful. It just tore past him. It just Yeah, it was dreadful. So I think the fact that they are now out of the Europa properly will hopefully help them. Did you see what they made Aubameyang do at training? No, what? They made, they made him go in nets because he hadn't oh, scored really? so far this season before this weekend. And they were just pelting balls at him. Good. Nice. I thought that was a lovely punishment. Yeah. And it worked. It seems to have worked, doesn't it? Him and Lacazette. Both on the score sheet. But if you can't score against shitty Cardiff, I mean, you may as well give up. Like Newcastle, for example. They did score, though, Baker. You did brag about looking forward to seeing them not score again. And oh, don't mention their two goals. They made it well. They made a game of it, didn't they? Still, they could yeah. have easily got something out of that game, you know. Yeah, but they didn't. So fine. <laughs> did you uh, see Etheridge made eight saves again? Yeah, he's on fire, isn't he? I wonder if he's taken himself off his bench. <laughs> he's my draft keeper, starting in nets. Very nice. He's yeah. got a remarkably high score, Etheridge, isn't he? I mean, he's the highest he scoring keeper. Yeah, he saved two penalties in week one and two. What about Kyle Walker's goal? Always oh, belted that, isn't he? Much yeah. needed. Yeah. City were, were workmanlike at best, weren't they? That's his first ever goal for City, I didn't really Yeah, I couldn't believe that. it. No. Not a bad way to do it. Really nice. Really arrow into it. And I really love one of the slow-mo angles. Yeah. It went past two Newcastle defenders' legs. And both of them thought about deflecting it. Mm. Use, useful insight, that chap's about his first goal for City. I'm just scribbling out him as one of my answers for the trivia, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> <laughs> might have got 30 assists. You never know. <laughs> he might have done, yeah. And also, I wanted to take you up on another point, Baker, which you oh, mentioned no. in, a, in a previous week, that uh, new to the Premier League, Fulham's John Michael Serry was 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 no more no more than that that lucky goal. I thought he was really good again, and that lovely little flicky played over the top to Andre Schürrle. Did you see uh-huh. that? Messi, yes, did. Yeah, yeah. Is he now one to watch? But uh, the thing nah. is, I, I watched him for ninety minutes, and it's it's a bit different from watching him on match of the day and I just I just didn't think he was that great. I mean well, Schurler just... was head and shoulders above him the previous week against Burnley. He was mm. really the star of the show and Mitrovic but yeah, Seri I didn't didn't see influencing the game or impacting the game. I'd love to see his stats, but yeah, flicks aside. 
JB, as a <laughs> as a uh, having done French A level, I do expect a bit more of you. I, I expect poor pronunciation from Baco, but surely his mm. name is Jean Michel Serry, not John Michael Serry. Come on, it's not John Michel. It is. Look how it's spelled. Jean Michel Serry, isn't it? I'm going to check. I'm sure I've seen the full Michael name in there. Yep. There's an it's A E L. Mm, okay. I take it back. Thank you. <laughs> right there it is. I'm not going to roll my R's. <laughs> Why not? Well, because that's just a bit poncy. <laughs> and accurate. I do it when I'm at work. So I work for a French bank and I'm constantly pronouncing French people's name in a French accent, even though I'm on a call with just English-speaking people. I guess you have to do that to compensate for your absolutely abysmal maths. <laughs> <laughs> Total ineptitude. <laughs> Otherwise I'd be fired. Have you ever heard um, Tim Vickery, the famous South American football correspondent who's often yes. on TalkSport and other outlets have you ever heard him whenever he talks and obviously he's he's correct to do so but it just seems it just jars with me he'll be talking in a normal <laughs> english accent he sounds proper like he's spanish in, isn't it yeah yeah and he just properly goes into the spanish it's it's like the, the polar opposite of um how the fast show used to do chris waddle do you remember yeah <laughs> chris waddle it just it just it just he just cannot resist it just this full Spanish accent in the middle of an otherwise English sentence, like a bloke from Kent. But <laughs> so yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to start doing that no. for French. No, names. you wouldn't catch I'm me doing show. something Sorry. like that. Señores pasajeros del vuelo IPA 168, embarquen urgentemente por Portugal. Are you looking for a round of applause? Or? Nope. How did? Why did? Why did? Don't tell us what that phrase is. What was that noise you did, just made, Mitch? <laughs> why did you have to learn it? Uh, purely for fun purposes. But Does it mean, why aren't your tits bigger? <laughs> no, it doesn't mean that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we know you've fallen foul of that. <laughs> Little gag there for season one listeners. The kooka in the nuka. Yeah. <laughs> Game Week 7, Season 1, if you want to listen to it. Um, right, so we move on. Wildcard. Is it yeah. on either of... Well, sorry, Baker, you're excluded <laughs> from this chat. Is it, Mitch, is it starting to come into your thinking? Yes, it is. I've been disappointed the last two weeks, and there's some players now I'm, I'm looking at thinking, I need you in my side. I'm also going back on my own previous advice, which is to follow the fixtures, because I've done that, and I've still been disappointed with some players. So Man City players, for example, I, I'm not being impressed with. Um, so I think I want Hazard in my side. I want Alonso in my side. Uh, I think I want to ditch Aubameyang. So I, I'm only thinking about it because I think I might be able to make the adjustments I need just with my free transfers. But Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Can you can we do these things bit by bit? Yeah. I think I think you should you should deploy your wild card right now. I think I think your performance has over the last couple of weeks has indicated that there's something fundamentally wrong with your side and you need more than <clears throat> twelve point hits. Baker, you're just being a menace. That's all you're I'm being. I'm not. 
No, no, it's genuine advice. I, I, I really do think it. Are you speaking specifically to Mitch Baker, or yeah. are you speaking to, to, no, to well, anyone? Spe- to speaking to anyone. I mean, have you got Alonso? No. Have you got Robertson? Yes. Have you got Mane? No, that's the other one I think I need. Yeah, and then looking at your fixtures, you've got to have at least double Chelsea. Have you yep. got double Chelsea? No. Hazard? No, but I want him. I've got Aspi. Yes. I don't think I want two Chelsea defenders, so I'd go Aspi for Alonso. And then bring yeah. in Hazard. I think I'd ditch Aubameyang, bring in Hazard and Mane. Yep. Who would, who else would you go for up top? Who would your front three be? Because can we can well, we rely on Aguero staying in the side uh, yeah, through the Champions well, League? Yeah, do I ditch Aguero as well? So maybe go Fixtures. ditch Aguero for Kane. <clears throat> I've got Ings on bench. I think I'd be inclined to keep him as a as a cheapy, and then An enabler, go for one yeah. other mid price. It's not the time to ditch Aguero. You have got two home games against Fulham and Brighton in the next three game weeks. But the question is, does he play both of them? Yeah, but he's gonna Aguero's gonna score big in one of Fulham, Cardiff or Brighton, surely. You'd think you would think so. So you'd be happy to take the likelihood of him scoring big in one of them for a potential blank in the other? Yeah, I think so. Whereas see, I, I'm starting to think someone like Aubameyang, who has now found the net, they've got a really good run. You know, he's pretty much a guaranteed starter and they're not you know, they've got no European considerations mm. at all. Let's look at our English English strikers. So Glenn Murray. Now is he on pens or is it Pascal Gross? I'm a bit confused about I th- that. I don't know for sure. I think it's Gross when he plays, but he's not started every game, has he? I think he left him out last week. Um, so they've got mm. Saints in the South Coast derby, then they're at home to Spurs, away at Man City. It's not really Glenn Murray territory, is it? I don't think so. Let's look at Troy Deeney. They've got United at home, Fulham away, Arsenal away. Not much. Danny Ings, let's have a look. Brighton at home, obviously. Then Liverpool away, Wolves away. Chelsea home. It's not looking great, is it? You, might could, have to you, go. Could, you could comfortably keep keep him in and you know, playing for the, the Brighton and the Wolves and the Bournemouth games that are coming up. But Do we go Lukaku now? Watford, Wolves, West Ham, Newcastle in the next four. Sounds a lot better. Yeah. So if you're playing your wild yeah, card, playing your wild card, you want you d- you probably don't need Salah. This is it. This think? is the question we've got to come on to. You may as well have Lukaku and Abamyang up front with Mane, and as long as you've got Alonso and Robertson, you know you can you can pick the rest. You can have change out of 100 million, surely. This is the, so. Would you do that, Baco? Would you? Because I mean, yeah. Salah, whilst he hasn't scored a hat trick, he's not set the world alight yet, and he doesn't look he doesn't look really on form. He has got twenty seven points from four games, which is you know almost mm. seven a game. And but he's not he's not scoring braces. No, he's I know with I know. an assist, and that's why he's he's the top. He's the most expensive player in the league. So he's not playing up to that. His points per pound ratio, Mitch, I don't think is is that great, is it? No, absolutely. No, it's it's really not. But how many, I don't know, how many more weeks do we we give him to try and hit that? If if you've got him, you may as well 
Might as well keep him unless you unless you've got another midfield asset that you need to have. If you haven't got Hazard, you could swap for Hazard. I mean, Liverpool have also got a very tough month coming up. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people would say that they're the sort of team, and he's certainly the sort of player who is a bit fixture-proof, really, because I think we're playing Spurs, United, Chelsea. Is that right? Spurs, Southampton, Chelsea, Man City. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, that's that's quite tough. Plus, we've drawn pretty tough teams in the Champions League. Yeah. So, you know. I think no Salah. I think if you're wildcarding, take Salah out if you've got him. Don't put him in if you haven't got him. And 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 load up elsewhere. You've got it's some a, mandatories in there with the fixtures coming up. It's a I brave. Think I think it's a brave well. move. I understand why people are thinking about it and why you're seemingly one of them and you're you're in agreement. I I, I am tempted and I I see it. Thirteen million is a lot to have tied up if you're not getting it back mm-hmm. in double digits every week. But oh, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a little bit too soon. Look at last week's dream team. I think I read that it was seventy-eight point eight million. Wow! Really? Yeah. Wow. Two Watford defenders. Yeah. Ings up top. I have to say, Holobas would be in my uh, would definitely be in my wildcard team if I if I was. You fancy Holobas, do you? I do. Mm. All right. Well, there's there's lots of food for thought there, but um, it'll be interesting to. To hear what people what people do and whether Salah appears on the most transferred out list, I suspect he might creep onto it soon. But I mean, it's such a bold move because it's owned by more than half the people in the game. So if he if he does mm. turn up and scores a hat trick against one of those teams, which he's entirely capable of doing, you are going to lose so much ground because a lot of those people not only own him but will have captained him. So you're going to be red arrows all the way, I think. So. Why don't you try a wild card on Twitter and let's get some feedback. Fantasy underscore noise. Cool. Right. So do you want to um, dig around these trivia questions? Let's have a go. Get the paper. Can I start with the Italian one? Yeah, let's do yeah, that. So I'll repeat the question for listeners. Uh, who are the three Italian players with the most Premier League appearances in Premier League history? like to go first you choose Mitch um, I would like Baco your wild card insight and instruction was uh, appreciated so I'm going to let you go first uh, thank you very much Gianfranco Zola correct top of the shop you want to guess how many yes. appearances can we go nearest the, nearest the pin with this one yeah 30 times 8 well, here we go. I'm Thirty times say. eight from Baco. What's that? What's that? What mean? is that, Bakes? I think it's two hundred and forty. <laughs> Good I guess. Think, I think it's two. <laughs> I John? think it's significantly higher than that. Number of appearances. Go on. How many? Uh, Three twenty. Baco, very good. Uh, very good way of working it out. Two two nine, actually. Oh, fucking hell! I'll take that. Yeah. Very good. JB, your go. Di Canio? In second place. Yeah, let's go nearest Boom. the pin. How many appearances for Di Canio? Uh, let's go 186. Good guess. Baco, how many? Uh, 
85. Oh, John, 190. Very close. Boom. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Baco, who is third? This is a tricky one, I think. Oh, do we only? Are we only guessing the top three? Well, you yeah. can guess others, but yeah, top three is what I was looking for. Um, oh, I'm struggling now. Come on, it's supposed to be a short show, Bakes. Roberto Di Matteo? Uh, he is in sixth place with 119 appearances. JB? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was one of only four names I've got written down. I don't think the fourth name I've got is going to be right, but I'll tell you it. It was Fabrizio Ravanelli. He seems to be nowhere near. He's not even in yeah. the top 14, I'm afraid. No. Fair. So shall I let you know who it is? Uh, I'll on. give you one clue, actually. He played for Sheffield Wednesday. What? Long black hair. No? I'll give it to you. It is Benito Carbone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I, was, I was away off that one, but I'm sure a number of ginger listeners were shouting that at their radios. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, right, Jay, go for yours. Are we going defence? Yes, so you are looking for uh, the top six defenders for goal contribution since Marcus Alonso's debut. Uh, Marcus Alonso, I've already told you, is top of the tree. If you'd like to have a guess at how many goals and assists he has got, and we'll take it from there. Just to add it together, yeah? I'd like you I'd like you to have a guess at yeah. each and therefore a total. Mitch, I'd like you to guess at the tally, please. Yeah, the tally for Alonso. So goals, I reckon he's probably got five-ish a season, so 16. Mm-hmm. So, so he's, he, basically he's only had two full seasons. Okay. So 2016-17 and last season. Yeah. Ten goals and then eight assists a season, so 26. Okay. I'm going... Eight goals and 15 assists, 23. Ooh. 14 goals, seven assists, both Ooh. very close. Um, very so nice. that's the benchmark. He's top of the table. Who are the next five? Go on, Mitch, you go first. Tom. Ashley Young. Not on the list. Hmm. I'm going for my old favourite from last year, and I don't know why he's not playing. Nicholas Otamendi. I don't know why he's not playing either. Out of favour. I've just finally ditched him from my draft side. Um, no, not on the list either, surprisingly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, James Milner? Not on the list. He's not a defender. Well, I suppose he's, he's, now, played, but he? he's a defender last season. No. Um, let's go for Monreal from Arsenal. Nope. We're shit at this, Jay. Um, it's going well. Cesar assists line. Yes, Aspi is second. To speed things along, I will tell you three goals and eleven assists for him. Some way behind Alonso. Uh, yeah, we're scraping so, around here, aren't we? You have to give us the others. I've, I've exhausted. That's quite, that's quite low, isn't it? Non- nonsense, Baker. There's, there's, they're all, they're all big current names. Andrew Robertson. I thought you would have been one of your first guesses, actually. I was surprised he wasn't on the list, but he is not on the list. But I think that's a decent shout. I think a lot of assists. JT? Since Marcus Alonso's <laughs> debut. <laughs> In fairness, Baker, I had him on my list, but then when Baker, uh, when John repeated the question, I thought, I- I'm keeping quiet on that one. 
<laughs> what about um, Smalling from Man United? Nope. Right, Spurs. Two Spurs players currently in their starting lineup. Vertonghen. Vertonghen. Vertonghen, no. <laughs> Trippier. Trippier's one. He's he's sixth with one goal, eleven assists. Another Spurs player. Danny Rose. Nope. Serge Aurier. <laughs> Alderweireld. No. The only one you haven't mentioned. Have they got any other defenders? Yes, uh, yes, Mitch. Ben Davis. Yes, that oh, one. Yes, yes. Isn't he Welsh, Bakes? He is Welsh, yes. Okay, just saying. Palace. Tompkins. PVA. <laughs> no. uh, PVA. I was just about to say his initials are similar to that of a well-known glue. Um, and the last one we've already mentioned on this show... Two assists this very week. Kelechi Inacho. We're talking about defenders, <laughs> you prick. Defenders. I have no idea. Fucking Who else we talked about? You can't even remember the last he's a, he's half a an hour. What are you doing on this podcast, man? Oh, Holobas. Holobas. Thank you, Steve. Can we have a look at last week's Bankers and Wankers? Yeah, let's wrap the show up with that. We're not going to do our forecast Bankers and Wankers, are we? Because we'll do that in the okay. Game Week 5 preview show after the international break. But yes, let's review those before we sign off. JB, you've nailed this. Finally. Two points. Hazard yes. with 11 points. Yep. And Daniels didn't even start. Knee injury. There you go. Done. Thank you very much. <laughs> How did you two get on? Mitch, almost there with your banker. Aguero, six points, but Ooh. still do, close, that, but no cigar. Does that not count as a acceptable six points no, eight didn't you listen to game week three you listened to the show i did but i was drunk probably <laughs> very very so dark. so okay fine that doesn't and your emotional count. hedge was doesn't count emotional hedge obamiang eight points doesn't count yeah. for a wanker correct and you bakes uh my banker was kane again a bit of an emotional hedge so Two point, no no score, and Aguero was my wanker, almost right. Mm. But ultimately, but no score. Right. So there you go. Okay, how does that bring the table? So I'm on four, you're on three, Mitch, you're on two points out of eight. All right, guys, well, that was great. I enjoyed that. Not as short as <laughs> expected, <laughs> as it never is, but um, nonetheless... Lovely to have you back as well, Mitch, you incompetent yeah. fool. Welcome. Lovely to be back. <laughs> Thank you. So Imbecile. kind, Baco. Nincompoop. It does seem that normal service has been well and truly resumed after two positive first it game weeks. does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There we are. That's better. Um, right. Uh, if you don't already, please do subscribe to the show on iTunes or Acast. Uh, you can also follow us at fantasy underscore noise. Do give us your feedback on the wildcard question, which Mitch will post soon. Um, and if you have any stories or questions, please do feel free to contact us or you can email us. Uh, we are fantasyfootballnoise at gmail.com. And of course, one last mention for switchingenergy.co.uk. They are the most groundbreaking of all switching energy <laughs> providers. Are they not, You're right. Yes, exactly. they are. Lovely. Until next time, enjoy the internationals and we will see you 
for our Game Week 5 preview show just before the next Game Week. Cheers. Cheers. Bye for now. Cue the music. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.